The following is a sermon from the Vicar and Sure Foundation, a church located in Woodside, Queens, New York, the world's most diverse community. For more information and for more audio content, go to sure-foundation.org. gospel this morning comes from Mark chapter 4, and for the sermon this morning, we're going to focus on verses 26 through 29. Please stand out of respect for the words and works of Jesus. He also said, this is what the kingdom of God is like. A man scattered seed on the ground, night and day, whether he sleeps or gets up, the seed sprouts and grows, though he does not know how. All by itself, the soil produces grain. First the stock, then the head, then the full kernel in the head. As soon as the grain is ripe, he puts the sickle to it, because the harvest has come. This is the gospel of our Lord. Please be seated. In Jesus' early ministry, Just like the rest of his ministry, he did a lot of teaching. And in fact, the name of this sermon series, One with Authority, comes from the way that people described Jesus' teaching. People were amazed when Jesus taught because he had taught as one who has authority. So what was Jesus teaching about? Well, we have recorded for us these sermons that he gave based off of the Old Testament prophecies in the synagogues, telling people that he was the promised Messiah. But all, what Jesus also, what Jesus described the purpose of his ministry as, is he said this, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of Because that is why I came. The mission is to spread this good news about the kingdom of God. But sometimes when Jesus about the kingdom of God, it frustrated people who were listening to it, especially the religious leaders of that time. And that's because Jesus often spoke in parables. Uh, it, it's a theme you hear rep- repeated over and over in the gospel. Jesus saying, the kingdom of God is like a sower. The kingdom of God is like a seed. It, it's these parables where Jesus is teaching about the kingdom of God. And they frustrated people who heard him because they weren't always, they didn't always understand what he was talking about. And I think that can happen to us today too when we see parables. They can sometimes be frustrating when we don't know what they're talking about. Because in in Mark chapter 4, earlier in this chapter, you get that famous, famous parable about the sower scattering the seed. And some seed lands on good soil, some seed lands on rocky soil. But Jesus, after that parable, he takes his disciples aside and he tells them exactly what each thing meant, right? The seed is the word of God. The good soil are the people who hear the word of God and accept it. The rocky soil is where the seed falls and Satan snatches it away. The birds are Satan who snatches it away. You get this detailed list of what everything in the parable means. Well, in our parable for today, we we don't get that. In fact, Mark is the only gospel writer that includes this parable in in his gospel. And and we don't get this detailed list. It can drive you crazy trying to figure out what what each thing in this parable is. What's the seed? Who is the farmer? Why does Jesus list these? The 
growth with the head, the, cur the current bull current head. But I think when we try to dive into that and name what each thing is, it can be easy to. The big point that Jesus is about this parable. It's a simple and it's a comforting truth. But before we dive into the parable, I think we should discuss what it means, to, what it means when Jesus is preaching about the kingdom of God. Because Jesus was just a guy who was traveling from town to town with a small group of disciples. He, he wasn't a king. He didn't have a throne that he sat on or a crown. Or, and he didn't come to start a political revolution. But Jesus talks over and over about the kingdom of God. In fact, later on in Mark's gospel, Jesus is going to be standing before Pilate. And Pilate's going to ask him, are you a king? And Mark records his answer as yes. And John gives more detail about what that conversation was like. Do you remember what Jesus said? My kingdom is not of this world. But then there's other times when he's talking to his disciples. Jesus tells his disciples, the kingdom of God is in your midst right now. So this isn't an earthly kingdom we're talking about. That the kingdom of God is a spiritual kingdom. It's, it's Christ's rule in the hearts of believers. And that's what Jesus is talking about in this parable. He's talking about how Christ's rule, the kingdom of God, is like a growing seed. If, if you didn't hear this parable in church, and, and you just read this somewhere, you might think that this parable from Jesus is just an answer that, that a father would give his kid who asks, how does farming work? It, it's, it's really simple. It, he just says, a farmer goes out, he plants seed. The seed grows, and when, it, when the plants are all grown, the, the harvest time has come. It's, it's just that simple. But it's just that simple. And, and so what does that have to do with the kingdom of God? What is that truth that Jesus is trying to share with us? Well, I think we have to recognize this simple truth. The seed grows. The kingdom of God grows. And, and it grows by itself. It grows automatically. But you can imagine this farmer, even on the days where the farmer was like, oh, I am so ready to grow these seeds. And he goes out there and he measures each plant, makes sure that they're doing all right. On those days, the seed grows. On the days where the farmer's feeling kind of lazy, doesn't feel like getting out of bed, just sleeps in a little bit, the seed still grows. And, and that's, what, that's what we're talking about, this, this, this spiritual seed growing. And, and he doesn't even know how or why the plant grows, but he knows it's as simple as this. When a seed is planted, a plant grows. Have you ever stopped to think just for a moment how incredible it is that things grow? And maybe that sounds silly to say, but, but it's easy to take for granted because it's something so natural. Even without farmers planting seeds, plants still spread their seeds and, and those seeds sprout into plants and grow and sometimes grow into giant trees all on their own. It, it really is a miracle, this growth. And it shows just how powerful and infinitely wise our God is, that he created seeds and he causes seeds to grow. But it's easy to be overlooked. It's really an unassuming, 
a simple kind of miracle. But those seeds grow. And, and that's what Jesus is teaching with this parable. He, he's talking about the kingdom of God. So, so before we dive into on what each stage of that plant growth could mean and all that stuff, we can't pass up on this simple truth. The kingdom of God grows. But what does that mean for us? What does that mean for us as Christians? Does that mean we just give up? Well, we don't really have to do anything because no matter what we do, God's kingdom's going to grow. No, I don't think that's it because we have Jesus giving us that great commission, right? Go and make disciples of all nations to preach the gospel message, to spread that seed. So, so what does this mean for our life? Why do we need, why, why, what does this mean that God's kingdom grows without us doing it, without us doing anything? Well, I want to share with you today two reasons why this parable is a comfort for us. As we work in God's kingdom, as we do that work of spreading God's word to people who need to hear it, the kingdom of God grows. And, and the first thing I think we can learn from this parable is, is this simple truth. Be patient. And, and that can be, I know that's usually a lot easier said than done. And especially when it comes to things like planting. So I don't know how many of you had to do this in grade school, but I remember we had to grow lima beans and it was in, in science. The teacher gives you that lima bean seed and you put it in like a wet paper towel and it starts to sprout a little bit. And then you move it into a cup of dirt and you get, put your name on it and it stands there with all of your classmates. And I, I'm, I'm a pretty impatient person. And also, I'm a little bit competitive. And, and this definitely was not a competitive thing. This was supposed to be a learning process, project. We were going to learn how seeds grow. But I was determined that my seed was going to grow faster and bigger than all of my classmates. But it's hard to wait. Because you put that seed in the dirt and for like four or five days, nothing really happens. And, and I was so impatient and I was upset when all of a sudden nothing was coming out of my cup, but my classmates already had these sprouts that were growing. I became frustrated, more and more frustrated, more and more impatient and started to doubt whether my seed would ever actually grow. Have you ever felt that way about God's kingdom? More, more specifically, have you ever felt impatient? When, when you are, are trying to plant a seed, when you are trying to share the gospel message with something, someone, and, and nothing seems to happen. Maybe that, there's that person in your life. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's a family member. Someone who doesn't know about Jesus. And you've tried over and over to tell them about God's word and how important it is to you and the gospel message that Jesus loves them. And maybe every time you get a shoulder shrug or, or they thank you for sharing your opinion with them. But we become impatient when that happens because we know God's word is what they need the most. We, we want to do our part to help God's kingdom grow. And so maybe we think, well, maybe it's something I'm doing wrong. So I need to preach. I need to be more aggressive when I tell them about this. I need to do it over and over and over and, and force them to believe in this. But 
when we're talking about God's kingdom growing, that would be like that farmer going out to that field and screaming at the plant. It, it wouldn't make it grow any faster. And, and this whole parable is about how the work that God is doing to make these plants grow. It, it's God's work. So I think this lesson that we can take from it is be patient. God's kingdom grows, but it grows in God's timeline, not in ours. Maybe we have this perfect idea of, I'm going to tell this person about Jesus, and next week they're going to be in church, and every week after that they're going to come, they're going to be a member. And that's not always how it works. And, and we start to take God's job, what God describes as his job of making things grow, of God's kingdom growing, and we put all that pressure on ourselves that we need to make God's kingdom grow. But that's not how it works. And that leads to the second thing I want to share, the second takeaway that I want to share with you today that, that's truly comforting. Why, why is it possible for us to be patient like that? Well, it's because even when it looks like nothing is happening, God is at work in his kingdom. God is at work invisibly, but at work powerfully. See, it, 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 look, it can look like nothing happened. The, the farmer in the parable, he planted those seeds, and, and at first that field is bare, nothing is going on, but, but they're still growing. And, and the holy, and that's just like today, God is at work in his kingdom. He makes his kingdom grow, and it's through that gospel message. That that gospel message that is shared, the gospel message that Jesus came and paid for your sins. Jesus died for you, and now heaven is yours. It's a simple little message. It's easy to hear. It's easy to share. But that message is life-changing. It, it could be something as simple as a father telling his kids a Bible story. It seems like a simple thing. Nothing special is going on. But what you can't see, invisibly, is the Holy Spirit creating faith in that little kid's heart as he hears the stories about Jesus for the first time. Or it, that's God working invisibly. Or maybe it's something as simple as a few drops of water sprinkled on someone's head. It doesn't look like much. In fact, they're not even really getting clean. It's just a few drops. But what you can't see, what's going on, what God's doing, is washing that sin away completely in baptism. He's making that person his child. Or it's something simple, like some bread and a little sip of wine. Doesn't seem like much. But, but with that bread and the wine, we receive Christ's body and blood for the forgiveness of sins. God is at work in his kingdom. And he makes sure that his kingdom grows. And he, he's at work in it still today. Growing his kingdom as we get to be a part of that, as we share the message with others. We can be patient. 
and, and we can be confident and know that God, that it doesn't depend on us because God is at work. And he's at work growing his kingdom until that last harvest day when he will come back and when he will come and take us to home to be with him. When we will see the kingdom of God and it'll no longer be invisible. We'll see it with our own two eyes. Because he is our harvest Lord. Amen.